0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. Lots of cool things happening here. I'm your host, Mark Jennison. This is my lovely wife.
1: Kendra Jennison.
0: And I want to thank all of the listeners, men, women, lots of women, children, because I know our kids listen to it too, or Phoenix does at least. Um, But we had a question that was asked on Instagram by someone named Cassie. So Cassie, shout out to you. It was, what was the question? So I want to, yeah. So I don't know if you guys could hear that, but personal growth.
1: Entrepreneurship. Uh,
0: entrepreneurship. We're going to stay in that lane um, to clear a couple things out. They look directly into the soul of the man out there who's wondering what this is right. And I am a comeback, the comeback coaching session. I literally only, at this point forward, work with men who want to take back their lives, build big businesses in their, you know, build big shit in their businesses, get paid, get laid. That's what I'm here to do. Um, that's what I focus on that's what we're doing. However... Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I come into, I know a lot about entrepreneurship. I want to say something that I think I hate um, before I give it over to you. You're going to share what we've been going through in our life this past couple of weeks as we now are like elevating and and escalating the next step of I am a comeback. I am a comeback 3.0 and where we're going and growing from here. There's a, there's an old principle out there. I thought that many single people who start businesses, they get this idea that it's lonely. Entrepreneurship like you can read those memes. You've probably sure. seen them, right? right? Entrepreneurship is the most lonely journey in the world and blah, 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 fucking blah. <clears throat> there is moments that it's lonely, but I don't think it's truly lonely. Especially since we do this journey together. And I think that's kind of what you want to talk about.
1: I do. Um specifically these last couple of weeks, because we we missed our podcast a couple of weeks now in a row. And that was not just because of lack thereof of no time or whatever it was, we had a lot of personal deep shit going on. I felt like specifically with you and entrepreneurship and the business. And like you said, this, this revising yourself and, in kind of internally coming to, coming to grounds with maybe you having to work some shit out that I pointed out, honestly, this past two weeks so two weeks ago when we had this conversation I told my husband who is a very intense emotional um, very headstrong I'm gonna take on everything on my own type of man and I adore him for that I love him for that I don't ever want to change anything about you and I think you know that like Ever since I met you, my my job was to come into this relationship as your, as your equal and to be compatible with you. And I wasn't coming in here to be your mom and try to change you, right? So this past two weeks ago, I did something that I have not done yet with you in our five years of marriage. And it was really, really hard for me to bring it up because I know how emotional you get when how emotional you get. So I had told my husband who has been on this downward, downward, deep, dark spiral of trying to figure things out on his own, mind you, like, and just really heavy, dark past traumas of, of childhood and life and heavy and, and business and money and just all these things. And typically when my husband vents to me, which is every day. I mean, we both, we both are, you know, I love it. And I love to listen to you. I love to be your, your piece in your ear, somebody that you can rely on. Cause I know that, that you respect some of the feedback that I give you. Cause you, you know, you, you respect me. And I, I told Mark, I said, you, you need to talk to, you need to find someone other than me. I said, this is getting really heavy it's getting really difficult. Yes. Yeah,
0: I don't want to, I don't want to cut you off, but I actually want to frame up <clears throat>
1: what was going on. <clears throat> what
0: was going on? Okay. So, I like, didn't know if
1: you wanted to yeah, get I don't extra give personal. personal. If people okay, watch yeah. it,
0: right? Like it is what it is. Like it is what I'm gonna come back 3.0 is you're going to see a whole new, a whole new husband. Yeah. These guys are getting a whole new leader, a whole new brother, a whole new friend. Like I'm done fucking around. Yeah. The truth is we have to go to, we, we, we hired a lawyer because we're in the, our, our son's, Biological mom, even though I mean, we fucking hate that, is dying of cancer. And I'm not fucking happy with the way that things are at her house. Right. I'm not happy with the way that I have to drive around 20 hours a week on top of all the shit that I'm dealing with at the same time with a thriving business in the middle of a recession or whatever the people say out there, which I don't pay yeah. attention to, being everything to everyone at all fucking time, right? Yep. Creates an immense amount of pressure. We had to go on deal with our son, which is the most important thing we have going on in our household. Have to go hire a lawyer to figure out what's the right thing to do where I'm battling this decision of, do I absolutely drop the hammer knowing that's going to damn well kill her because you know, what is right for my son. So as all these are going on we're actually sitting inside of the lawyer after the hell that we, that he'd been through for that week, then you hit me with that on top of it.
1: Yeah. So it was a, a very emotional, uh, It was just so emotional and I was watching my husband in the lawyer office having this conversation with a lawyer and and I was watching Mark and I was watching her and it was kind of like a back and forth and I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm watching and I'm listening to this conversation and I knew in that moment when I saw how exceptionally and and rightfully so, I'm not saying you shouldn't have had emotion, it's a very emotional state um, things that we're dealing with so of course I was expecting that. However, for you, and I know how you deal with things in general. And after watching that, I was like, "Okay, I got to step in. I got to say something." And it was so scary for me to to do that. Not because not because I don't think you va- you don't value what I have to say. I know you do. I was scared because I was going to say things that I knew were going to hurt your feelings, and. I was going to say things that you needed to change about yourself that you, that I, I, I quite literally was like, you can't, you can't live this way anymore. I can't, I can't have you doing the same shit, the same venting, the same thing every single day and then coming and venting to me and, and, and shit's not changing. I said, I I love you. And I I want, I'm not trying to change you, but I need fucking, I need something to change. And of course, I got to be honest, I told, we had like this massive, it was probably like a three-day conversation, honestly. And it was very intense and it was kind of like, fuck, because Mark is the type of gentleman. Three
0: days for you, but I'm still in it. I just, I just stopped talking to you about it. Right. Not because, not because I didn't want to, because I decided to do something about it.
1: Yes. And that, and exactly. But Mark is the type of, of gentleman who I can say, I can say exactly, I can say the sky is blue and it's such a beautiful day and he's going to be like so what i'm hearing is that you would rather be outside and not here with me right so he, oh, he as i'm having this conversation and that's what i was scared of and i i during the conversation i made sure to say probably 50 times i don't want you to think any harder about what i'm saying i said what i'm saying is what i'm telling you there is no hidden messages there is no i said this is exactly what i mean so do sure. not and he's like okay okay so what I'm hearing is, and I was like, okay, I'm going to let you, I'm going to I'm gonna let you work through this. I'm going to let you think about it. But with that being said. So I pretty much
0: almost sold the house, moved out, left you guys the house, moved to California. Mark was like, so what he I'm is. hearing
1: is that you're better off without me. You and the kids don't need me. You think I'm a piece of fuck. And I just got to, I just, you'd be better off without me. So you want a divorce? I was like, listen, that's not what I said. This is what I said. Remember, I love you. And I, I did. I had to pour a lot of reassurance back into you. Um, a lot of love, a lot of positivity, a lot of, hey, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not trying to change you. I I'm tr- I'm, I see so much greatness and better in you and you need somebody more qualified than me to help you figure this shit out. Because I can listen to you vent and I can listen to you and, and I will accept you as, as who you are. But like, this is this is where I'm at. I spent five years. I hear the same things almost every day and and, and we're not getting anywhere. Like, you need to hire someone. You need somebody. You have a lot of dark shit you need to work through. And as much as I can be here for you, I can't, I can't help. Obviously I can't help you work through it. Right. And so it was very intense. It was very scary for me because, because like I had said, it wasn't, I didn't want to change you. I didn't want it to come off as like you're, you weren't good enough. I didn't want it to come off as I didn't think you're brilliant or that you sucked or whatever. And I was really scared that you were gonna take it that way. And you did take it that way a little bit. However, you did come back to me and you gave me so much appreciation and gratitude. And you said, I I, I literally can't do this life without you. you. You see me, yeah. I see, you know, and I was so grateful for that because that opened up an, a massive amount of trust in our communication. We already had a really great, but I had never, I had never like tore you apart like that before. And I felt terrible for doing it. Yeah, your timing sucked. It sucked and it was horrible, but it was just like this big volcano of all emotions and all this shit time, going you know? on. And it was like, poof, and then Kendra comes and she drops another bomb on it. And I know that was hard, but I truly feel now since. I have done that and, and you reciprocated and we talked through it and we worked through it that I can truly come to you. You can come to me respectfully and we can say, listen, this isn't working. What do we have to do to change this? Even if it's something I don't want to hear, even though I knew it was something that it was going to hurt you and you didn't want to hear because ultimately where we're going in our life requires a fuckload of that honesty and if I'm gonna hear it from anybody, and if I'm gonna if I'm gonna elevate myself, and I'm gonna change for anybody, it's gonna be for us. It's gonna be for our future. It's gonna be for where we're going. Um,
0: Honesty is an, an interesting thing, right? <clears throat> because I'm probably the most honest person you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yet, through all of these things, with the way that I feel every day of my life, is a lie.
1: And you and you're literally. In this but it's struggle not, but, but right it's, now. It's
0: not a bad lie. It's a justification of average, a justification of complacency. It's a justification of, since we're talking a little bit about entrepreneurship and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's being okay with what I've allowed to this point because to some degree I've made more than every other person we know financially because I have this life that's bigger, but in no way am I fucking hitting my potential. Right. So I wanted to share something as you were going through that on that day because <clears throat> there's many wives and husbands who just won't tell them what they think, right? The, go- the cool thing for me to tell you what I think is like, you already know what I think. Cause I just fucking don't shut the fuck up. So it's like, you always know it anyway. So like I I'm do. not hiding anything. Yeah. So for you, it's like, okay, I actually have to go out of my way and tell him this because you don't think an open, you're not an open book like me. Yeah. When I hear it and receive that message. Um, yeah. My greatest strength in my opinion is that I will burn everything to the fucking ground and I'm not afraid of it.
1: Yes. And I was actually including
0: my relationship. That. My, my relationship, my parenting, my business, the shit that matters most to me, I will fucking destroy to the ground because that's the absolute where I've, I've done it multiple times. I have zero fear of being broke, busted, disgusted, losing everybody hated. It's where I feel the most comfortable. That's my, that's my greatest strength.
1: I was honestly terrified of that. Like
0: it's also my greatest weakness. It is because I've done it multiple times in my life. And when you know that it's your strength, you lean in, especially me, I lean into this strength, Mm -hmm. right? I, I literally told these guys this morning, the same thing, but like I will fucking become so selfish with my brand that I love and that I create and what it means for me to build this movement that I will fucking destroy it before I let somebody else have it. Yeah. I will fucking take it to my grave. So I share that because then that's also a weakness, right? Because that's not what I should do. So I spent that whole day, like I was in my mind, I'm fucking moved, you know, moved out, left, loved you. Best thing for you is I love you from a distance, take away, mm-hmm. you know, this business, you didn't you didn't sign on for this, kids didn't sign on for this. This is not, this justifying in my head, this is not because I hate or cheated or anything bad. I've done this because the emotional fucking turmoil that I live in to create a big movement. I started justifying all these things, like how you guys are better off without me. Mm-hmm. You can take care of Phoenix. His mom's dying here. You fucking have everything. Fuck everybody. Yeah. Right. And then I realized that's not really what I want. It's not really ever what I want. But I think you should talk about like the magnitude. So I fucking take action quick.
1: Sometimes too quickly. You are so decisive that I'm, I sometimes I'm like, wait, maybe we should wait three or four days to process through this. Is this really the best option? You're like, fuck it. We just, we're doing it. What do we got? And I'm just like, eh, okay, we're doing it. It's cost it. me a lot of money. It's cost you millions of dollars. <clears throat> so and you all know why I'm a little bit leery, weary so on this. You
0: could, you should talk. So I, I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, it's funny how the world aligns, right? So you say that. Um, I woke up the next morning to a message from Garrett mm-hmm. saying, yo, I just want, yeah, well, I don't remember the word verbatim, but. Essentially just, Hey man, because I was reaching out about some of the shit that I was going through. I just was thinking about it, praying, heard the voice, all the same stuff that we talk about. And I was wondering what, I want you to sit with considering the possibility of what it'd be like to run with me for a year. I had no clue what that meant, what that cost, what that looked like. But you even said in that day, yo, reach out to Garrett.
1: I did. And I know he's your dear friend. Someone that you are highly respectable of. It's, the re,
0: it's Fred's cool, right? But the respect yeah. is because and, I feel like he gets me.
1: And when I and I know that the the conversations, the intellectual conversations that you two have on on a on a whole other level, I was truly going back and forth in my mind. I was like, okay, I know quite a bit of coaches in the space. Maybe not personally, but I know enough of people to be. And I was thinking, I was thinking, I was like, there's only one person. And I didn't even say it out loud to you because I didn't want you to think like I was pushing anything on you. I was like, you'll figure it out. You'll find somebody that you respect, that you admire somebody that, you know, and then he did, he, he reached out to you. And I was like, yes, thank God that happened, which is just kind of crazy that it happened that way anyways. But
0: I don't think it's crazy.
1: I know, I just, I, I
0: believe connection. I believe, you know, God, universe, all these different things that I hear. I feel like it's been, divinity since like divine connection since 2015 the similar voices that he heard that I heard. I'm not trying to make this podcast about Garrett, but I I feel like long before we knew each other, we were meant to meet each other just like I was you. The investments I made into him, he's by far the best coach that I ever made to get me to this point. I stopped away from that when I got to a certain level. I've been, like he said, we were sitting there as Sean, myself, you all of us had dinner he you said um, you're a king with no counsel mm-hmm. right which I've been doing anyways so what was my action that I took
1: you immediately hired Garrett I what don't did even, I spend for that? I don't even want to say how much it was
0: You should absolutely <laughs> say how it, it was
1: half a million dollars and he's gonna be working with us for what 14 months yeah. three probably a little bit longer but
0: for well, I, I think <clears throat> when I prayed on it um, I heard three years.
1: Yeah. So, that's what you had told me. Three right. Years. Three years is what you heard. I um, think it's going to
0: take me three years to build this movement to what I fully believe its potential is. Yeah. And then I can get myself to a spot where then I can just come in and do what I want to do mm-hmm. inside of those three years. It'll be whatever it costs. Um, I don't want to listen to anybody else, but him, right. Not because he knows more than me, but because he gets me.
1: You guys totally get each other. And like I said, just watching you two have these conversations and and the respect that you both hold each other into is, I was like, yes, thank God. So I was more, let me tell you guys, Mark asked me, hey, this is what it's going to cost. What do you think? And I said, of fucking lutely Hire him yesterday. Like, I don't I don't give a shit if it was $1 million. I said, you are worth this. Um, what I see in you is worth this. I said, you deserve this. I went into like this massive, like, thank you, God. I don't, I don't give a fuck about the money. Just do something. And you did. And this is like the first time ever where you've spent that much money. Um, and I've, and it's actually, in my opinion, going to have massive, massive ROI.
0: Yeah. I mean, it it already has. It already has. Um, some of the stuff that we're working through right now and it's, it's heavy. The truth is if you really want to boil it down it's no different than the guys that i help um i need to see bigger value inside of me there's a lot of shit that i'm not going to share that i'm uncovering right now about myself Um, but i have to completely gut and rid myself of all external lies stories pains that i've been through to be able to build the business the way that i want it to build because at the end of the day i love my business love it. I love changing lives first and foremost, but I love the business and I love what we do and I will fucking die. eat, breathe and sleep it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I dream about it. The only time I'm not thinking about it is when I'm having sex with you and that's 32 seconds. Like, <laughs>
1: that's, that's
0: it. Right. So, um, <clears throat> why, why I'm saying why, why, why I'm saying that is important. And also it was a half million, but we paid up front. So it's, uh, Hundred thousand, so we saved a hundred thousand. So yeah. that's a little bit better there, but it was by far the biggest investment that I made into myself. And what that immediately did was raise you know, I'm struggling with some self worth things that have been beaten into me since I was just a little kid. It immediately raised the fact that I can no longer allow people to beg for my help. Yep, I cannot allow people to come close to Ryan, to my team, to the people around me. You cannot nickel and dime me to death any fucking more. Yep, I, I solve a unique problem that I've been like chosen by fucking God, if you will, by pain, whatever it is to solve. Nobody does it better than me. Fuck those people that say they do. I, I, my results are backed. I've got thousands of men that literally can testify to the power that it has been. I was drifting away and, and now I'm back.
1: Yep.
0: And I share that with you. And what does that have to do with entrepreneur Junior? I kind of wanted to give this girl a, some advice, but one a different way there's going to come a moment for every entrepreneur when you take that risk, like we'll just back it down. Somebody who wants to start, there's all these fears. There's all these insecurities. There's all these, these worries. Can I do it? Can I not do it? Is this product going to sell? Is it not going to sell? Is it like, you know, all this stuff to go, all that stuff is true. But I will tell you this. If you are willing, if you truly know in your heart that that's what you want to do, and this isn't anything, right? In the relationship, but ultimately yep. about the business. If you truly know what's what you want to do, then you need to have so much freaking conviction and commitment that it's just, that's the first step. Yep. Don't beat around the bush in anything you do. I probably move too fast.
1: Action <clears throat> over everything for sure. I,
0: I always say, if you have a problem that I actually can solve, you don't have a problem. That's literally something that I live by. That's what we live by. It gets, it gets me in trouble all the time. <laughs> um, so... And that's one of the cool things about it. I would immediately find, if I'm if I'm a man or a woman, or you or, or any of these people, and I'm, I want to start a business, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to find somebody that's doing what I like, look at them, copy it, not do their thing, but see what the results are doing. I'm going to study everything about gonna it. Model it. I'm mm-hmm. going to model everything about it, and I'm going to go and I'm going to build my thing. Yep. So if you look at kind of like what I Am A Comeback is becoming, I mean, this thing spawned from just pain right? it didn't really exist, but there was a model that Garrett laid out. There was coaching models. There's all these different coaches. I invested millions of dollars into learning, learning this learning, like into learning. Like I was thinking about the other day. There's a, I didn't get to go to the SATs or ACTs when I was in college
1: testing. Yeah.
0: Like I signed up for them, but I didn't get to go as I had to work. And I was just a kid. I remember Brian telling me, Brian spots. He's like, when they called your name to come get your test, the whole place laughed because everyone knew you weren't going to be there. It kind of stuck with me, right? Thinking about it, it hurt my feelings because it didn't really hurt my feelings. So I was like, damn, dude, like you kind of didn't do that. And I had excuses in life and things and work and family. Didn't no one gave a fuck about it. And I never made it to college. And then I hear all these people talking about having college debt and, and how this is how society set up and all these fucking things. I spent more money in the past seven years on my self-development than a doctor or a neuroscientist or fucking like i don't know how much those people pay to go to school but i don't think it's millions of dollars
1: no i don't know either i don't think it's millions you're right so
0: it's all it's interesting if you're an entrepreneur or somebody that has that thing like model look at make a decision and a choice to be fully committed also understand it's going to get rocky
1: Hence the entire conversation of today's topic. It's going to get extremely rocky. There's going to be high emotions, um, good, bad, ugly, indifferent.
0: Mm -hmm. Find some like, so these are my steps. Believe that I can do it.
1: (laughs) Got to believe in yourself. That's for sure.
0: Literally believe it's, it's like, it's calling to me. I know for me personally, I am an awful, 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 uh, employee. I don't want to take rules. I've never played by the rules. I don't want to make somebody else rich. I don't want to fucking be told what to do, when to do it, or how to do it. So I I choose to be a business owner, entrepreneur. Even if this failed, I'm going to go on to the next, and on to the next, and on to the next because one of them is going to eventually hit correctly, which I think this one did. I'm then going to look at someone who has something that I want. I'm not going to copy, but I'm going to model and build my thing by learning them, and even maybe reach out to them and see because you'd be surprised how many people actually coach you or offer coaching, like coaching, like. Here's what I did. Yep. Right. So when I look at I'm a comeback right now, it's a it's a beautiful model that's going to be morphing into the very, very creation of men liberating themselves from alcohol to get paid and laid and build the fucking dreams and have it all that they want. And then there's the brand, which is going to write the the books are going to be put on houses. They're going to be on coffee tables and dentist shops. The coffee is going to get put into uh, AA places. The shirts are going to be worn all over the place. That is for a movement. There's the movement and there's the business. And I am somewhere in between from a couple people who I, from brands that I watch and, and like, I'm building my own thing, like a flower. I'm going to come out the, out the middle. So for you out there that is thinking about building your own thing, reach out to someone, get a coach. If you also, once you do that and once you figure that stuff out, there's so many tactical things that you need to do. Right. You need to learn how to market. You need to learn how to how to advertise. You need to learn how to how to sell. You need to learn how to create the product. You need to, whatever the product is, right? There's a lot that goes on to it. But there's one core fundamental out of all of it that matters. And that's just your ability to keep going when it's fucking tough. That's it. I've watched my uh, bank account go from seven figures to zero like that when I lost, I watched, I owe the, IR, I, I, I owe the IRS money. I owed fucking everybody money. I, I had trucks stuck on the road. I couldn't make payroll. When I had this business, when we first started this business. We didn't have enough money. And so I'd have to fucking whore myself out and sell my time and sell my services. There was nights that I cried. There was nights I didn't want to do this. When I decided that I'm going to go all in and create, I'm a comeback. Nobody, they laughed at me. They didn't think that I could do it. They said, dude, who is this fucking guy? They still talk shit about me every day. Or they talk pride now shit about you because you're on the videos. they like people literally are going to fucking stop you and there's gonna be hit after hit after hit after hit. But if you know wholeheartedly in your heart of hearts that you cannot live your life for somebody else only for you, even though it's gonna be stories, lies and truths, then that that's it. That's it. Like, I'm super passionate about that
1: and I it's very abundantly clear how passionate you are about it.
0: My bro, I, I don't um, know if this is a true. I know I got to get to another meeting, but I don't know if this is a true definition of what a buccaneer means, but Kurt texted me yesterday. goes, you know, dude, you're a real buccaneer. And I'm like, what the fuck is a buccaneer, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, dude, you're a real buccaneer. LOL, the smiley face. I said, was that to me? And he said, yeah, look, buccaneer, noun, someone who is determined to succeed, especially in business or politics, even if this involves taking risks or doing things that many people would not approve of.
1: That is a hundred. You, my, my love are a buccaneer.
0: (laughs) A couple things that I I found interesting on that. The fact that he was searching for that. I wonder why, what, what is he trying to think? How did that end up in his world? And the fact that he looks at me like that, I, I'm like, I realize like, yo, I am resilient as fuck. That you are. And, and that is what is very, very important for the people out there. And this could be applicable into your relationship. This could be applicable in into your health coming back from all these different things we'll talk about that for a second i'm a comeback is not just about and we're gonna we're gonna get off here we're gonna do a call to action we're gonna have some of you guys actually buy some of our stuff some of our merch but um I Am A Comeback is not just about alcohol. It's a statement of power. It's a belief. It's an identity. It's about coming back time after time after time and taking the hits that life throws at you. It's being able to look down at your wrist when you have this bracelet on and know that you can go one more rep. You can go one more set. And I'm not talking about in the gym. I'm talking about in your days. You can make that other phone call to get back on top because your business is struggling. You're willing to go into that conversation and eat crow with your wife because you know that you fucked up and you're going to do it and you cannot fail her and you know it. It's getting in your car and driving three fucking hours out of your way to get your kid to basketball when you have other shit to do. It's coming back from cancer every day, knowing that tomorrow's not promised no matter who you are. It's looking at the death of the people that you love and not fucking honoring them with pain, with shame, with guilt. It's with literally fucking understanding that inside of you is the greatest gift, the greatest power you possess, which is the ability to choose and choose to fucking persevere and not surrender to a fucking Anything, not a drink, not a drug, not a woman, not pornography, not video games, not money, but to persevere for yourself. My man. That's what I'm a comeback is. We should probably send that to Garrett because he asked me what a movement means to me. All right, so that's it for today's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. My wife's got to get into her next job, which is being the model for the clothing. Um, and if you like what you have heard, if you like what the brand, if you can identify and you feel that you're a comeback as well, <clears throat> man, woman, or child, go click the link, check out our store. We're going to be pushing a lot of cool things, weekly drops coming up in the, the year of 2023. But I want to thank each and every one of you guys for showing up here <clears throat> listening to us. Click the link below, go find your hat that I don't have on, a shirt that you have on this new drop, <laughs> or the one that my wife has on. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye guys.